0: Tomazo picked up that bag and then picked the brain of LeBron on his star-studded class. Football's here in three weeks, and I almost certainly have COVID. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by expert analyst Kevin Grek and... Dedicated listener guest and dear friend of the pod, Alex Plum. Hi. Hello, everyone. Plum, you've relocated this week from, uh, at times, the potato or the gymnasium. You're sounding great. It's a potato
1: gymnasium. I've discovered if I don't move my head or speak (laughs) much more loudly than this, audio quality improves.
2: It's, uh, yeah, we, we got you one of those like halos after yes. you had like a traumatic neck injury <laughs> so that you you remain upright and you can't move around. Uh, the people won't be able to see it, but they'll be able to hear its effects, I'm sure. Some would yeah. say it would
0: be cheaper to buy you a new microphone. We thought bolting rods into your neck would be better.
2: Well, it gave us the opportunity <laughs> to, so to right
0: beat the junk
2: out of you. Um in the Tell me
1: more so. about beating the junk out of whom? It
2: was, it was for the podcast.
1: Um, yeah. I'm just in- standing yes, over here. This in-joke podcast, yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> that was really Our, good on the uh, really good mic placement there on the pop. Uh, Jonesy, what rec- do we have in store for the people today?
0: Well, we, of course, have to thank them for listening uh, and ask them to share the pod with Spartans in their life. And then thank them again for rating, review, and subscribing to the podcast. Mm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. And, yes, uh, what do we got going on? We have uh, some Greenwall. Crazy- yep.
2: Greenwall. Okay. Football always leads there this mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm, preview. Mm-hmm, offense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big yep. stuff happening. Uh, then, of course, we're going to talk about uh, that dude, uh, Tom Izzo. Uh, the university is seen to give a washed man seven million a year or something like that. So we got to break down that whole chestnut.
0: Is that what money laundering is known as? (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Right through the wash. Uh, and then we're going to touch on the Big Ten meteorites deal, which I think we we're all kind of expecting to have the finer details on by now, but it expected to come out this week. And then, as always, we'll take those Twitter sort of questions. So yes. excellent. Excellent episode in store. Yes. Yes. Very excellent.
0: All right. Uh, yes. Let's uh, before we hop into uh, previews uh, of the offense, uh, we got to talk polls, uh, which truly mean nothing preseason. Uh, Mm. But I I think they're useful for our conversation about how we feel about the team. So Mm. the coaches poll uh, has Michigan State coming in at 14th. The AP has us coming in at 15th. Uh, Notable about the coaches poll is that somehow Texas received a first place vote. I think that is the most interesting piece. Mm. I, Sark, I think, had a vote and 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 chose his own team. Uh, but I'm curious, with the media and the coaches being relatively the same, how do you all feel? Um, we did lose Ken Walker. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I would have been
2: higher in the teens, but this is about right. I mean, plus or minus three spots. Uh, maybe I could have ended up at 15. I don't know. What about you, Palm?
1: I don't know. I saw someone random posting on Twitter that we should have been ranked seventh, and that felt good to me. Felt great. So <laughs> I kind of
2: preferred you know, that.
1: I liked it because we why were don't, lower. Why were the we numbers? Just
2: do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not the same though as you know, certain uh, you know, college football uh committee ranking shows we were up to number like three or number two at some point and I just yeah. had to like grab something in the room and I was like oh uh, uh, <laughs> yes I'm more comfortable with this position for sure.
0: 1415 I that's a potentially a nine and three team right you know yeah.
1: mm. and then when you put it that way that makes good sense to me.
2: So we're all on board. Give us our votes AP you know, we're reasonable people. We'd like yeah, to really. join, and then, you know, maybe we vote MSU seven. What, what? it just why not? We're just, we're just trying out not? for the week. We're, it we're just just it's just better.
0: better to climb to it than it does to mm. uh, you know fall from it. Yeah, fall. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, my, it, it, I, I recall what was it? What year was it that we were preseason number one? And then in basketball, yeah, and then I think that just,
2: was the Valentine year. Valentine's senior year.
0: And it did not start well. Uh,
2: Well, Valentine was injured. So yeah, yeah. off to a bad start. That was like almost, we're going to talk about Oakland. I think Oakland almost took us to overtime or did successfully Mm. take us to overtime. And then Bryn Forbes had to go Super Saiyan, basically. Bryn. Uh, Bryn. Bryn. uh, But yeah, it, it, it suits the program to have to work into those types of rules.
3: Although,
2: yes, we could have had a nice big old chip if we were another team receiving votes. Big old chip on the shoulder.
0: Say so more. Maybe this
2: is the worst By possible. By
0: saying hour. less. Yeah, that's Well, that's true. I think cleveland.com did uh, you know, in their annual uh media poll of of Big 10 writers had us coming in fourth in the East. And there's uh, the chip. Yeah, Mel Tucker did make sure that that found its way to the bulletin board. So, um, you know, it'll be good. It'll be fine. All right. Uh, should we start in on some previewings? Yeah.
2: Let's. What are we talking about today, Michael Jones?
0: Uh. Well. Um. We're gonna we're gonna cover the offense. Um. And talk about who's coming back. Some of the storylines that uh, you know to to be following. Some of the questions the team has in front of them. Um, and our areas of concern and our areas of excitement. So discerning,
1: d- discerning. Well, before we get into it, discer- discerning listeners, listeners should appreciate the fact that two of the hosts of this podcast wanted to do special teams this week. Uh, for <laughs> one of those hosts, it's the only thing he knows. And, uh, he was overruled by local, uh, expert, uh, Michael Jones. So we're, you're getting the offense, but, I just want to be clear. I want to. I want to level set expectations. Okay, this and, is and really this is Mike's podcast. Okay, yeah.
3: <laughs> the
2: the other two of us are are just going to be no acting in pure defiance, just tr- tyranny of Mike Jones, trying
1: to fuck it up.
2: And so- and his his reasoning, dear listener, was. I think we're going to find out more about we don't know who teams. the We don't In know the who the kicker We've,
0: is, man. It's we
1: don't know. irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Mm, that's offensive. That's <laughs> offensive to, to Matt it.
2: He's been gone for several months. I think I'm
1: saying it right. I forgot. Too much hair. Anyway, this is going to be a good episode. So just buckle up.
2: It is. So we know that you want to talk about the quarterbacks. First, Mike Jones. Uh, first, let me, let me ask you this question. If, yeah. you, if any other yeah. team in the conference or one other team in the conference had a returning quarterback from a team that just won 11 games and won a, a New Year's Six Bowl game, do you think um, maybe that person would have some more you know, bona fides? The preseason, you know, heat than Mr. Peyton Thorne. You think that might happen somewhere else? Hmm?
0: Yeah, uh literally any other program, probably in the Big Ten. <laughs> uh, you know, uh you you might see things like um comparisons to Patrick Mahomes just being bandied about. Uh, <laughs> like a certain backup quarterback at a different program. Uh but yeah Peyton Thorne not getting a ton of love despite uh throwing for 3,200 yards last year uh, with a 60% completion uh, percentage and 27 TDs in exchange for 10 interceptions. Uh, A a solid 2021 campaign. Uh, But I think the the piece on Peyton, you guys will recall, uh, no-showed at Nebraska and no-showed for a lot of the Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um and so there were some consistency issues there. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. He it is it is also undeniable that his game was largely freed up by one Kenneth Walker. So and by one Jaden Reed, who
2: you know he knows still back goes way back. Yeah. Uh, so not that it matters. Do we know anything about QB two situation right now?
0: No, I, I mean other than to say. I it feels like Hamp Fay's out of the running mm. on this
4: one. Um, so, Kate and
2: Hauser then, I guess presumably that means taking that step up over Hamp Faye. Um so that's I mean that's news. That's exciting. Yeah,
0: some some of the reviews you're hearing are that that Kate and Hauser is pretty legit and it's just going to be a matter of of getting into the playbook a little bit more. Um and but you know if if, if uh, Peyton Thorne went down, I assume it's going to be Noah Kim. Been there yeah. the longest. You know uh, they've routinely said fine things about Noah Kim. They like his competitive spirit and the fact that he's not transferred out probably means that he thinks he's QB two. Yep. Um, so uh,
2: then let's go to the thing that is the most important but people care the least about. Of course, the offensive line. Boo. Uh, it- <laughs> <laughs> this, the entire audience calls out in one voice. <laughs> uh, uh, we, of course, lost Jarvis, Akuri, Booter, Campbell, Allen. Um, but Plum, walk us through who's returning. Who do we got back?
1: We've got three-year letter winner J.D. Duplaine, who was, some might say, with his two-time academic All-Big Ten selection, the most important returning offensive mm-hmm. lineman. Others would say that it really is formerly injured Jarrett Horst, Horst. Horst. Who, who really yes. just hasn't been given an opportunity to prove himself, really. But mm-hmm. uh, this could be his year. Nick Samak, Matt Carrick, J.D. DuPlain, all names that we recognize and love and care for.
2: I think the thing here with the offensive line to remember, though, is that depth is the concern. Right. Uh, Now, there are some young players that we're hearing about. You get your Vandermarks, get your Boyds, you get your Baldwins. But quite in the same way that in basketball with the bigs, we're operating without a net. A little bit here in football with the bigs on the offensive line, we're operating without a net as well.
1: So, but Baldwin's from a JUCO in Texas, isn't that basically like uh, Grand Valley or uh, Eastern Michigan? You know.
2: Yes, but it's from Texas, and I've never seen him. I have to assume that he's just a actual steer Correct. that we're going to put in pads. Yeah, he has um, fashion some kind of helmet on him. Yeah, um, but I think he will just be a, a bovine out there on <laughs> on the field. Um. It'll actually be most interesting to see if Peyton Thorne can just sort of wrestle him around and get him pointed in a right direction. Uh, that's, that's what I'm keeping an eye on here.
0: The, so a- another interesting piece, uh, is that apparently Samac green and Vandermark are all taking turns, uh, snapping the ball. Uh, so, and I think there might've been a fourth name there that I'm not remembering now, but, uh and last, Matt Carrick, who we mentioned returning uh coach uh, cap described as on a pitch count uh because Ooh. he's coming back from a uh, I think his whole leg was reconstructed um like there was That's a fun. picture of him in a whole contraption like leg up oh, with like an yeah, iron his, lung for
3: iron the leg lung.
0: yes um he had he had leg polio uh not to be mistaken with the real polio. That is that, Which is also circulating in New York. Yes. 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 Fun. Fun. We're uh, having fun. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, so I think for the five to six, we should feel really good. Um, but we're not going to make it through with six. And so inevitably, it's going to be a question. This of what could, be could be the
1: first year that we're going to make it through with six while also giving our young Juco and redshirt freshmen the time of their lives.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what should we say about running backs? I feel like if you Kenneth guys had to wing coming it, back. he's coming back. <laughs> uh, Talk I to feel something. like if you had to wing it, you guys would be best for this. Yes. What uh, do you got?
2: So the heat, and this is all about heat coming out of our first summer scrimmage, is all about Jalen Berger. Jaylen so Berger. the Wisconsin Berger? transfer, Berger? Berger? Berger, We'll Find out this fall.
0: Yeah. Good point. Berger
4: wee uh-huh. uh, oui,
2: oui, I've heard it both ways. Uh, so that's the that's the big one. Um, Broussard, Buzard, of course, uh, come through the big Colorado. transfer. Yep from the from the broke buffs. Uh, going to get some
1: some time as well. I interesting. Interesting. No, I want to say something yeah. about Broussard. He missed his season under Tucker because he was injured. So in some respects, the whole reason he went to Colorado was to play for Mel. It was no doubt he was going to hit the portal to come to East Lansing because he's here for the guy. But he was the twenty twenty Pac twelve Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, got those honors. So you know that tells you something. Not that Pac twelve was any good,
2: but yeah, that conference is falling apart though. So yeah, uh, yes, falling
1: apart, falling apart.
2: The Big Ten doesn't even want some of the best elements of it. Apparently, oh,
3: mm.
0: that hurts. Yeah. Should.
2: Uh, Jones anything we missed on here? You want to talk about... Uh, Joyner? Uh,
0: Prem? Simmons? Yeah, I mean, I just... I don't know that early on we're going to see what we saw last year. Uh, obviously, we don't anticipate a first play 75-yard run for a touchdown. Um, though if we did, that would be great. Um, but I, I think Harold Joyner will probably see a little bit more of this year than last year. Maybe a more regular third down back. Um and how
2: many steps did he get in the in the game against Pitt? It was only like
0: four or
3: five, right? Yeah,
0: it was not very many. I mean, and that's so that's the thing is that Eli Collins, Jordan Simmons the it, it relatively speaking, same offensive line. And yeah. they weren't able to do anything against Pitt. So uh it's it's weird how much we don't know because we We are really assuming that it's going to be the two transfers and and Mel Tucker talking after the scrimmage did say this next scrimmage on Friday, this coming Friday, will be where they essentially make a decision about who's starting to get the bulk of the reps. Um, Well, here's what we do know.
2: That if Pitt was in the Big Ten, as Ben told us, they would win it every year. So. You shouldn't be concerned with the performance of the offensive line or the running backs that played in that game.
1: Well, I mean, uh, Simmons, Simmons ran for 23 yards on 16 carries and or whatever over pit. Like that, That is not an impressive statistic by any
0: evaluative standard. But,
1: but by Pat's
0: standards, that means that he's Superman? I, like I Break yeah, down Pat's you logic go. for me. Good I night. don't know. There you go. There you go. That's it.
2: Stats are for losers. That's, what's Pat, that's what Pat would say. Yes. Um, I think what we should do is we should take the tight ends and we should take the wide receivers and we should just bah, smush jumble them up. Jumble them up. Jumble them up. Jumble them up.
0: All right. So for tight ends, yeah. we are returning Malik Carr, Tyler Hunt, Powers Warren, and Evan Morris. Uh, and yeah, but all trans- that
2: matters is Daniel Barker.
0: That's it. Daniel Barker. Oh, that's that's all that matters. I think Tell there's people, three that matter. Parker. There's three that matter there. Because okay. the, the, the short answer on the tight end room is that it sounds like they don't feel comfortable with any one guy doing the, the entirety of the job. And frankly, if they're going to run two tight end sets, which they will, you're going to need more than one who's capable of being out there. So we know Malik Carr has freak athleticism. Uh, we know he's a pass catching threat but it sounds like the places that he's been making the strides this year have been in pass blocking and run blocking. And he knows, it sounds like that this is his ticket to a payday. And so maybe the, uh, the basketball fancy has been left behind. Um, cause, uh, coach Gilmore, the tight ends coach was talking about how Willie Carr used to talk about cutting weight to get ready for basketball last season. Like you want to get mm. down to two twenty five, And he's like, no, that's, <laughs> that's not your role here. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, speaking of weight, Tyler Hunt, uh, with a postseason injury, apparently got up to 250. Huh. Um, which That's they're a hoping he could, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Chick fil A nuggets with mac and cheese on top mixed in Fine. and barbecue sauce as a whole, whatever
1: production. it takes.
0: So, Barker Daniel Barker,
1: Daniel Barker played four years at Illinois, mm-hmm. spent a year under Brett Billamot, said, Kill me, mm-hmm. literally. I volunteer to go on the scissor lift, and it's an in joke. And uh, I, you know, so he, we, we have him for one year. Does he have the extra COVID year? Is that still a thing? No, I don't think he's so. Just got the one, right?
3: Yeah.
1: And
0: I, I also, he, last year, he got a draft grade. Um, okay. And so this so really he, is he's, Yeah, he's out. So but, but, so, but
1: all the more incentive for him to come in and immediately start contributing in this position. Um, caught eighteen passes for over two hundred y- yards and four scores in his last season for the. OIA. I'd
2: like to double those numbers at least. I want to see at least thirty passes to him, maybe even more than that. I want to get those numbers way, way up,
1: sky high. So
0: i have a I have a question for you guys about Daniel Barker. Uh, yeah, he w- he was made available to the press, and uh, he made a comment about knowing how to make winning catches at Spartan Stadium which is a reference I mean, to when he made the game winning catch by Illinois or Willie's with Illinois over. Uh, do we, how do, do we like the dig? No. Do yes. we celebrate the dig? Celebrate the dig. He's a Spartan now. I I mean, the, the, the guy exudes if, however you, you, you know, cross the humility and confidence, uh, Spectrum, he, he meets somewhere nicely in the middle. Uh, mm. Very confident, but, but clearly knows he's here to learn how to be an NFL tight end. That's it, yes. Um, and so, you know, he, you know Ted Gilmore was talking about how he's like, I've never been asked to do this before. And yeah. so, you know, learning how to block the right way with the right technique is new to him. So I think we're going to see all three backs or oh, I'm sorry, all three tight ends. Yes, um,
2: uh, but going back to Mr. Parker, I was at that Illinois game and I did mm. not like it. So this, uh, this is, this is joke is off the table. I'm too it. fresh
0: yeah. there. You can't talk about the Lincoln assassination. Can't talk about Hitler. Can't talk about nine 11 and you cannot talk about that touchdown.
2: That's correct. That's yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I would also add to that list. I, you know, it's in the news. Um, so
0: don't make this too in jokey. <laughs> I,
2: I almost got us a, a fatwa, well, but I didn't go there. Uh, uh, next up,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, Plum and I saw him speak. We did. We're, did he have both of his eyes? Then uh, he did, and he his no. his neck was still fully intact. So it's very upsetting. Very upsetting. Who stabs the eyes? You know, I'm just <laughs> from a practical standpoint, this act of stabbing is apparently intended to create death, and the eyes aren't quite. It's not where I
2: would go. Not where I'd I go. Mean, maybe if you were aiming for the neck, but you missed up to the eye, I would. I play, don't know. I wow, just...
0: we're spending a lot of time on this. Let's move to wide receiver. This receivers. is a
2: Salman Rushdie podcast this now. This is what we do. Everybody knows it. That's what they tune in That's for. That's
1: why they're here. They, they loved Midnight's Children. They loved it.
2: All right. <laughs> All right. Still got the fatwa. Uh, next up, uh, the wide receiver core. So of course uh, we have lost Speedy Naylor. He's Man. out the door. All right, did not pass go. Did not. go for heaven. God for heaven. Uh, but there are some big names back, both from the the gridiron and the hardwood. Because um, Keanu Coleman <laughs> likes to just prove me wrong all the time. Uh, Reed Mosley Coleman with you know some Jeremy Bernard and some others. You know some some Lockett, some Fosters. Um, what do you got for this uh, for this group here, Jonesy? Uh,
0: obviously Jaden Reed's wide receiver number one, um, and it seems pretty clear Trey Mosley is is ready to step into Naylor's role. Uh, what's interesting uh, the the buzz really is around Keon Coleman and Jeremy Bernard as the 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 two guys who could step up beyond there. Uh, Keon Coleman. Watched his availability. He truly was said something effective. I don't believe in fifty fifty balls. Those are one hundred percent balls Those for are me all mine. or something. Yeah, Those are 100% uh, knee balls. Yeah, and he 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 was talking about. He's like, look, I'm bigger, faster, and more ad- agile. Like you tell me who I could go up against that I can't find a way to beat them. Like it, that. He 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 has a a real quiet cockiness to him, and I love every second of it. it same energy as the guy who got the ball and was like, "I'm going to go five on one against the Michigan defense and make sure I get that bucket." Uh, same energy. Um, the Jeremy Bernard, we'll see. I mean, obviously, high four star who committed to the class of uh, 2022. Um, apparently, really sophisticated route runner, lots of speed. Like I this. This room is so stacked, and they have a variety of, of body types. Uh, Trey Mosley's a relatively large body. Keon Coleman's a big dude. Christian Fitzpatrick, uh, I think red freshman? redshirt freshman, shirt sophomore. Uh, huge body. Like This is going to be a, a, a good core if we take that conversation and bring it out macro, though. It's all about the offensive line still. like
2: Yeah, I was going to ask... How excited about the offense generally would we be if there wasn't that offensive line asterisk just sort of hanging over everything?
0: I will, I mean, I will say, I think we had the exact same conversation about the offensive line last year, though. And the only difference is that we'll recall, they rolled like 10 deep last year, literally subbing entire lines out. Um, If anything...
2: has remained from the d'antonio years it's this <laughs> it's the like <laughs> hey just like throw them in plug them in move them around yeah that one's injured put a new one in eh. Yeah. like this is the most consistent thing from the d'antonio mm-hmm. years of the entire football team
0: i i mean and i think that's why like as i know we're not talking about teen boys right now but picking up three four stars and a high three star for your recruiting class for yep. offensive line this year. Pretty good. That's, that's where you start to change your sentiment about this is stacking those classes on top of each other. So like Gino Vandemark, getting snaps at center, playing guard four star, really high four star recruit. Great. Love it. Um, the other two tackles, they've got the body for it. We'll see what they can develop into. And eventually coach cap has to not only win as a recruiter, but also as a coach. And I think we're going to see that youth. It may not be pretty, but we'll be able to see where the development is. And so, uh, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to say about the offense before we move on?
2: Just a reminder that there's going to be a literal Texas steer on the
0: offensive line. <laughs> Jesus um, I hate both of you, and I want to be clear that... You went longest with it, Greg, but Plum, you were not abdicated of responsibility for thwarting the segment.
1: They need to score points. Oh, that uh, is some
0: hard-hitting analysis. They we have, could have to.
2: Done, we could have saved everyone twenty minutes. It's a fatwa. It's a fatwa. Uh, all right. Let's talk about.
1: Let's uh, talk about Tommy go. Kiffier. Let's go to yes.
2: Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Plum, uh, we got some really unfortunate news this week, uh, coming out of El Paraiso, Indiana. Um, Thomas Kithier, it seems suffered a career ending injury. Now, um, what do we want to say about Thomas Kithier? Of course, it didn't go quite as we would have hoped here at MSU, but
1: this is awful by any measure. It is. It's very sad for him. Apparently, a pretty serious back injury, which you mm-hmm. just hate to think about. I mean, that impacts the rest of your life in many ways, right, outside of just the sport, but just living with chronic back pain. We don't know the extent of his injuries. We wish him the best. Um, it is, it's sad for him, obviously. He could have had quite the contribution, I think, at Valpo, playing uh, for the Horizon League, as it were. Um, it's just really sad. It's just incredibly sad. Uh, for him and uh but smart kid, you know he we lo- we loved him um we'd love to see
2: him back as like a graduate assistant graduate or assistant. Yep. i I don't know yep. if he's has any interest in that, but like yep. if you know he wants to continue being in basketball, there are fortunately yep. ways that he can do that, and I'd love to hear about you know Izzo reaching out, helping him out with that, bring him here getting to mid Oakland, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that's right.
1: You know, kid averaged 2.3 points and 2.3 rebounds per game in 86 games at Michigan state and quintupled that at Valpo in the 22 games he played last season for them. Mm -hmm. So he clearly had kind of found a niche and, um, yeah, you hate to see it. So we're sorry for him. Wish him the best
2: on the subject of former Spartans that we're going to see. Even though we might hate to see it. Uh I think we we talk about Rocket Watts, who Ooh. we found out this week will be returning to Breslin Center as an Oakland Golden Grizzly. Uh in the MSU basketball non-conference season. Yes. Uh now made the graphic all, too. Yeah. I think I we all kind of knew I'm that we were gonna play Oakland. I don't think we knew that we were gonna play Oakland here. At home. <laughs> I kind of hoped. That Plum, you and I, would be down at, you know, yep. Little Caesars for this yep. game. Yep. But yep. it's not going to happen for our guy Rocket. Um, what would you guys think when this news came across?
0: You don't think people will be mean to him, though. I mean, I know Plum I, will be on the podcast, but I don't... Sure. But people will cheer for him when he the comes out. The closest
2: that I've seen, personally, is Russell Bird coming back. Um and, the, but that was like arranged, like he was gone for a couple of years and Izzo, or maybe only one year and Izzo like arranged for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the crowd welcomed Russell bird back when that happened. I was very pleased to see that. So hopefully it's the same energy here. It'll have been over a year, you know, rocket played a whole year at the other MSU. Um, so. Um, there's time. Time heals all wounds. Played
0: and, I also don't think anyone. I don't think anyone begrudges Rocket for leaving, right? No, no, he needed to get the fuck out. Yeah, it, like this wasn't the right spot for him.
2: I think we begrudge him for taking a picture of East Lansing that was just the
1: roof of a Jiffy loop. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> I think we begrudge him for that. But I begrudge not- anybody who is highly hyped and fails to perform. That is a begrudgeable offense in my mind. So who? But who are you mad at? Everyone. Him. Mostly him. Uh, But then everyone. Myself. For sure myself. Always myself.
2: Can you imagine if our non-conference schedule dropped and it included Oakland at home and Eastern at home? (laughs) Would it just be like ultimate meltdown?
3: I think the comparison between
0: the crowd response to those two players (laughs) would be... (laughs) a sight to behold. Um so the
2: first time Amani Bates jacks up a, th- a like a contested 3 in transition and just bricks it, the place would go wild.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh but we're not talking about former players, we're talking about our current and lifetime coach. This means that Izzo is immortal, right? If you offer someone a lifetime contract, that's rolling a second lifetime contract. This for more money. It makes him immortal. Correct. That's how the system works. I think. Uh,
4: I mean, if every
0: year he has five more years to live, then I think that alone makes him immortal. Uh, so that's that's where I, I mean. The big news is the amount of money, right? Like that's we have we we don't have a, f- a for sure dollar amount, but it's over two mil as a base versus the four hundred some k base that he had before.
2: Yeah, total comp is getting up in the the area of six mil plus, which is it, for those that don't know, college basketball coaches do not make as much on average as college football coaches. So that puts Izzo in the top, undisputably, I think in the top five, uh, probably even like top three or top two uh, highest compensated uh, basketball coaches in the land. So we have a top ten compensated football coach and a top five compensated. Uh well top five compensated football coach top five compensated basketball coach what do we take from this from our program perspective guys
0: well first uh you you guys have seen the beef between Calipari and and Stoops mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very thankful Which to not have that situation
2: Cal Cal apologized for in a really but, aw shucks sheepish like kicking at rocks sort of way
0: but Stoops is still not taking his call uh yeah. love that uh. I, Plum, I, I'm curious your takeaway here. I uh, the in, the investment. I mean, this is not small dollar investment, right? Like, I mean, I think this is put uh, a stake in the ground.
1: Yeah, and 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 to, I mean, I'm going to be a little bit of a like stick in the mud here. Why? Tom's not what? going anywhere. What, what 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 are we doing here? I mean, he doesn't need more money. What is he going to do with the money? He's 70 years old. He'll be dead soon. He doesn't need this money. He's so,
2: probably going to donate it back to MSU. I mean, Probably, like yes. Hell, they just... A million in charitable
1: contributions to MSU, if, at least. If, if, that if anything, off, off, off he's he's going to fine. have... He's going to have to donate half of it back so that they'll name the fucking basketball building after him after they've misnamed the football building after him. It makes no <laughs> fucking sense. No one understands it, least of all. It'll home. be
2: Tom Izzo Court at Antonio uh,
1: <laughs> Arena! <center>. Okay. Oh, t- <laughs> Kill me. Uh, but I think, you know, listen, I think that there is some need for parody, such as this is, to football. I mean, mm-hmm. Mel Tucker was highly compensated in a way that made me feel gross compared to all that Tom Izzo is and has been for Michigan State and its brand. Mm-hmm. um So if they're doing this for no other reason than to say, yeah, I guess if we had the Brinks truck the whole time, we probably could have backed it up for you ten or fifteen years ago.
2: But they made a habit of making Tom a top five compensated coach. Like this is just a continuation of that theme. He's always had a very, very so.
1: Then I don't fucking know contract. That. Yeah, I don't um, know.
2: But I guess my question for you guys is: Does this change anything for what we think of Tom Izzo in the long run?
1: Like think of him or expect from him
2: well like do in terms of longevity a lot of people were immediately like this means tom's here for five more years i don't think it means that necessarily do you
1: i do i th- my, that was my initial reaction of course that doesn't mean anything i
0: i do think it means tom's here for at, at least five years or national championship whichever comes sooner
1: okay so five years
0: uh,
1: yeah it, it's it's stop, interesting stop, to, to stop. Come. To compensate someone as much as we have him, this top five and on this on um, one national championship, and a, and a program that I
0: mean, it's like eight Final Fours, buddy. Eight Final s- Fours. See over the deal, Tom. See deal. Washed, <laughs> washed, washed. I mean, there's that there's that uh, ghost Natty he won in 2020. Uh, that was so- I do count that. That is I do I give him that.
1: I give him that. The Ken and,
0: Tom. But all right, so here's, here's a better question, I think. A more interesting question is, let's say Tom Izzo wins a natty. You know, just lands this big class, right? Like, let's say he turns it around one year, two year, probably a one year group. But uh, let's say it's, a, you know, within that frame, he wins a natty. Depending on how the rest of the recruiting looks, do you think Tom Izzo hangs it up? Or do you think he says, let's ride one more year, see what happens? I think it's the latter. It's definitely the latter. Like you, you, you need to tell me that. Ladder. Like Jeremy Fears is a sophomore and had a great freshman year and just won a natty. Like you don't want to run. You don't want to run that back. I think everyone
2: can relate to this premise. We're like, yeah, you have a big paper that you turn in if you're a student, or you have a big presentation at work, or you finish a big project, and even if it goes spectacularly well, there's a thing in the back of your head that's like, I mean.
1: I could have done that better.
2: Uh, yeah. The, let's, let's roll this thing back. I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that. Let's, let's do this I, again.
0: I, I, I think it's just because he doesn't know how to quit. I don't think he knows how to quit. I don't think he'll know how to quit. That's, and, and I think that's the piece of it is that I, there's just, there's nothing that indicates Tom Izzo has any, uh, is anywhere approaching not being a Dumb. ferocious competitor. Yes, that's it. Like, and, and I think he knows that about himself, that, that the second that fire dies, and frankly, I don't know that he really lives for anything else. Yeah. Like, I, I was, uh, I in sincerity, <laughs> I forget who was saying it. The
2: listener of the pod, uh, Lupe Izzo, is like, excuse me? <laughs> uh,
0: I, what? <laughs> I I do think someone was saying that, uh, uh you know, that, like, Judd very clearly had... Pursuits outside of basketball. Comedy was the <laughs>
2: first and foremost. Juddisms, I love a good jed story and a good Juddism. So
0: anyway, but that, continue. But like Tom Izzo doesn't it's
2: basketball. This is a man that doesn't even drink coffee. Like, who are you? Like, honestly,
4: <laughs> even. So I don't know.
0: I, we should slip him an a drink just to see what happens. Uh, anyway, yes, see. I, uh, I'm, I don't have a problem with paying the money. I do the the one other question I have for you all is: Do you think this says anything about what MSU projects after Tom? Like that there's a willingness to spend this amount of money. So if we needed to go get a coach, a proven coach, mm. not an up and comer coach, but we want a proven coach. Are we willing to spend the money to do it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. But Dwayne isn't going to cost that
4: much.
0: (laughs) No.
2: But we'll make him cost that much. You know, coaches become better if you just pay them more. Ah, very good. aspirational. You lift them up with that amount of money. So Um, when I spend
0: more than is in my banking account, that's just me willing richness into the future.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's cool. the, that's the cool. prosperity cool. gospel
0: that you're doing. Cool, 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 cool,
2: uh, I think so. I've always had a little like little pocket theory that MSU would let all of the other sports languish under crappy coaches. So that when it was time to hire a good coach for a sport that matters, we could be like, look how we support our coaches. These ones are garbage. Yeah. And we just <laughs> run it back year after year after year. Uh, and it's kind of the same with this. Look how we support our coaches. Tom Mizzo gets a massive contract. Tucker gets a massive contract. And uh, things are changing a little bit on the crappy coaches for the yeah. rest of the athletic <laughs> Less Less support. But, you know, Jake Boss is still pulling, you know, a salary. So, you know, there's still someone that we can point at.
0: Um, all right. Who wants to do our next obligation who can do it well but fast? I'm drinking Grams Porto. Ad read, buddy. Let's go.
1: I'm drinking port, ten-year-old port.
2: And you know who loves a ten-year-old port is Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z. He prefers a thirty-year fix. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. There's that guy.
1: That's yeah,
2: good. Uh, as we all know, Brandon with the knees, Zanes with the Z is now currently with Gold Star Mortgage. Uh, and guys, you got to buy houses now. I mean, home prices are not going down, uh, even with the increased rates. So things are just getting more and more expensive all the time. So the moment is now. And on this podcast that you're listening to right now, Two of us have purchased homes in the last several months because it's the thing to do. And you can do it with gold star. It's a Fortune 500 company based in Michigan, doing business across the entire Big Ten footprint, including California, but excluding Iowa because I think everyone would make that trade. Uh, They're consultative. Uh, Brandon is the best. He'll sit down with you. He'll have a 10-year-old port. Uh, And uh, we'll talk about the best rates in the country. So, they carry all the loan products. They got all the services you could ever hope for, even ones that Mike Jones had never heard of before. And he was like running like a beautiful mind, like he had it all written out on a window in like, you know, grease pen. Um, And still, there's the house
0: I was visiting.
2: (laughs) So, so contact Brandon Sands today. That's a brand with an E, Sands with a Z, with Gold Star
0: Morgage. All right. Uh, All right, let's go head off Grand River. And uh, I'm sure we will have ongoing conversations about this. But uh, gentlemen, I I think we need to congratulate ourselves. As part of the larger Big Ten media ecosphere, we have collectively signed up for the largest media rights deal in history. That's right. Uh, We did it. We did it and you know because well, money is,
2: are, bah, 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 bah.
0: <laughs> and we also cut out the worldwide leader in
1: sports in the process it's own Too victory yeah.
0: and disney disney take a hike and uh I, walt <laughs> that that mickey mouse uh, copyright was about to expire and we said we'll have none of that uh so yeah the the early reporting is that it's three networks plus the streaming potentially a, a, a fourth entity on the streaming service. But uh, Fox is going to take noon. NBC is going to take the night. And CBS is the most confirmed of the reports in, in excess of $300 million a year for one game at 330. That's Bro, the I, way it
2: should be. <laughs> I don't understand. Do you guys remember... Uh, I'm always reminded in these times, do you remember life before the Big Ten Network? It was like, if you wanted to find out where MSU was playing, it was like on FSN2 or on like local access or something. And if you didn't live on
1: campus, you could not watch the game.
2: I remember when we got BTN uh, while we were in school, I was like, you mean I can just easily watch whatever game? both football and basketball. And I don't have to like channel surf for it or go searching for it anymore. And now just the dollar amounts that are getting thrown around for these properties that were available. That was just
0: 10 years ago. It's wild. It's crazy. So in total, this, this deal is going to come in at over a billion dollars. It sounds like
2: it's like one, two or something. One, two, one, three.
0: (laughs) The. The like the fact that the two or the three make it sound small when in reality where that's to be clear <laughs> that's two to three hundred million dollars. Uh, that that is, uh, insane. Um, the it, it, I think there are two pieces of this that will be interesting to see how it pans out. Uh, one, what games get picked up on Fox Satellite. Uh, and by that I mean FS1. Uh, as a sort of separate property. Um, the The other is basketball, though, because ESPN Mm -hmm. carried a ton of basketball games. And so it's easy to focus in on football because that is the driver of revenue when it relates to these things. But as Spartan fans, we care quite a bit about our basketball. And so how this all gets doled out is going to be interesting to see.
4: And
2: it also, in all likelihood, given the ESPN angle, draws an end to the AC Big Ten yeah acc big 10 challenge which is unfortunate um but it's quite the winning streak that the big 10 gets to end on right like haven't we won like the last six of them or something like that
0: um yeah, they can't own the rights to that though we could make that work
2: we'll see we'll see it would be like they were just they were all on espn for the week i was just so accustomed to that i just knew that that's how that situ- that situation worked but maybe maybe we can't make it work they're high-profile games. so
0: Plum, how do you feel about this uh, level of wealth coming to our institutions?
1: I mean, what do you say about any of it? We're, at least we're now sort of starting to redistribute some of it to the student-athletes in a way that is a little bit more just, certainly more just than what we've done in the past. Um, so that seems like a potential upside to this uh how and to what extent those dollars influence academics they're not going to we're just going to have a 400 foot sparty built somewhere with laser, the, with laser eyes with laser eyes looming over the, the stadium yeah i don't know i mean it's this is what we this is where i don't you could, we could talk for an hour about the priorities of our country right now in the world what we choose to fund and what we don't choose to fund, who we give tax breaks to and who we don't give tax breaks to. I mean, so this is where this money's going to go because people pay big money to watch this shit on TV and buy garbage. I guess it's good that Michigan State's getting it. I'd rather Michigan State get it than someone else because I went to school there. That makes sense.
2: That is the most accurate <laughs> sentence I think I've ever heard. It, I guess it's fine because the, my team gets it. And my I team like it gets
1: his, it. I, and I, it benefits team. my tribe. And, I, yeah, I, I remember, I liked my memories of those times. Uh, the, uh,
0: the other interesting piece about this is the NBC component because I think this probably spells the end of any speculation that, that Notre Dame is joining the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, their AD, in fact, talked explicitly about how this was a boon for Notre Dame because they are, in all likelihood, the lead-in yeah. to the Big Ten game. So it's going to yeah. pull more eyeballs to Notre Dame games. Um, so I guess that ends the Big Ten's expansion for the moment until at 11.30 p.m. someday yeah. when we get we news drops of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: when all of a sudden we find out these four teams are joining the conference effective six hours from could now. It- could, it- could it- it- <laughs> have been <laughs> all... Also- yeah,
1: right. Couldn't it have been alternatively that Notre Dame wouldn't have done it without NBC? Does that make sense? When, is, when are they up for renegotiation? Good question. They've been partners forever, though. Yeah, I know they have, yeah. but I mean, one wonders if, it, if not including NBC would have made the decision to join even harder or less
4: financially viable. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point.
4: Um... I think. By the way,
2: we, we yeah, learned in okay. this is that Notre Dame is not very highly compensated relative to the rest of the uh, no, rest of the uh, the schools. So yeah.
0: I think they're pulling in fifteen mil from their for their NBC deal.
2: Yeah. So if you take one point two, you divide it by fourteen, you add in the Big Ten network money, like the yeah. you know, Big Ten schools are going to be over hundred mil each yeah. year. That's a massive gap every single year. But Notre Dame's got some deep pockets in other ways, and they think it's worth it. So we got to play
0: Stanford. Hurrah, because we played them in the 40s. Um, cool, guys. All right. Uh, they're probably still paying Charlie Weiss, too. Um, all right. Should we do some Twitter questions? Let's do some Water. Twitter
2: questions. Oh, but first we've got to talk about what we're drinking. That's the first thing we got to do.
0: Uh, well, plums drinking 30-year <laughs> fixed yeah, mortgages. 10
4: year pot.
0: I drink ten-year
1: port. <laughs> yes.
2: How is your ten-year port, Alex? Very, very
1: sweet. I only just wanted a little sweetness tonight, so I've had some.
0: Alex, I have a challenge for you. Could you say less? I could. <laughs> I could. I, I don't know. Do you have, if you had
1: port, it's a, it's a dessert wine. It's just very it sweet. Wine, it's yeah. very palatable. This was a gift for my birthday from some dear friends. I, tawny part. Ah, oh, this wood mature tawny part produced using the time-honored craftsmanship. Is it even Irish? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't Tony. Tani. Tani. part. Let's, uh, let's move off Ireland before Plum gets traded.
2: Uh, I will move back to the Journeyman Distillery from the listener, Mike Jones, the Silver Cross Whiskey. Uh, 1% of proceeds go towards uh, golf.
4: Golf. Golf. Uh,
2: and uh, I went A back to another or...
4: Golf. Golf, oh, Michael. The Gulf golf. Coast.
1: That's
2: good. Uh, so I'm ha- I'm happy with that. Uh, going back to the journeyman, this is the first one that I've gone back to since we've introduced this segment. So, Uh, take of that what you will, dear listener, when you're in the store and you see the journeyman on the shelf.
0: Uh, I want to go back to the bamboo, uh, but, uh, I am descending into the COVID almost certainly, but I'm refusing to take my test until I get done recording this so that I can drink without guilt.
2: you can't have COVID until you test positive. That's just... A-
0: that is the way... It, it's uh, it's uh, Schrodinger's cat, right? Uh, yep. I just have You're not opened a the
2: suspended, box. a suspended state of COVID right now. Uh,
0: I oh, was I drinking th- The Official by Bells, though, I will say.
2: Very nice. Taste, taste I love taste. me an official. I think The Official is fantastic.
0: Uh, you recall when we had a, a bar as a sponsor, uh, that was oftentimes the beer of the month.
2: They had great taste in beer and in wood siding. yes
0: so much (laughs) exciting all right uh twitter questions first up uh speaking of listener mike jones uh last year the pass defense ranked 130th i think out of 32 132 or 134 it's not great Uh,
2: yeah it doesn't matter at that point
0: (laughs) yep uh giving up 324.8 yards per game how much does the pass defense improve this year 227.5 227.5 yards per game, ranked 65th last year. So that's your, actually, maybe 130 is last. Uh, so 160 or 65 would be the midpoint. What window in, for improvement is acceptable this year for MSU? Top 100, top 80, top 65? Plum?
1: Oh, God.
0: Knowing uh, we were dead last, where do you think we should be this year?
1: I mean, I would say, yeah, I like the 65. Take me to 65. Cut the difference.
2: Take me to 65. Let me. (laughs) No, no, no,
4: no,
1: no.
4: I don't think so. We're not Um, (laughs) playing along. (laughs) No, not that time.
0: Uh, All right. Next up, what are your favorite ways to consume bacon? And how do you like your bacon cooked? Uh, Greg, I'm not going to go to you. I'm going to go back to Plum because we know you eat rice crackers. <laughs> you uh, don't well, know what
1: bacon tastes like. It's is first. It's got to be baked on a sheet pan in the oven. That's the first mm-hmm. way to. It's the one and only way to cook bacon. And then you just you eat it by itself on eggs. You could have it on a on a BLT. It's great, crispy bacon on a sandwich. Everyone loves that.
0: So, I'll take I'll take bacon on a cast iron. In fairness. Uh, think of the mess, you gotta,
1: you Michael You've got to have a lot of patience and a lot of smoke So as long as you've got good exhaust venting You'll be oh, fine I'll
0: put it out on the grill, that's what I'll do Oh, there you go, great Think yeah. of the mess though,
2: think of the mess at the end, Michael No, because
1: you've seasoned the pan then too It's perfect, in some ways it's expert
0: uh, Next from Mike Jones heading to New York City this weekend Has anyone been, have any suggestions Of things to do outside of all the Normal tourist stuff? Uh, We've oh. all been in New York City. It's
2: Germany. been a minute since I've been there. It was This was pre-COVID time. I'd say go explore uh, Brooklyn.
1: Brooklyn's fun. It's not the touristy Manhattan bullshit, but there's parks. It's right on the water. Great restaurants, good bars. There's parks in Brooklyn that you can go to. Park Slope is really cool. Um, what's the other one that's right there? Right by Park Slope. Fort Green or something. I don't know. It's cool. That there's sounds a lot, right. Yeah, there's a lot to do.
0: Uh, I mean... I would just, I would probably tack on a similar. My recommendation was going to be uh, similar, but different in that, uh, pick a neighborhood and just do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So uh, Brooklyn's a great recommendation, but even if you wanted to go downtown or um, the Upper West Side, Upper East Side, it doesn't really matter if you want to go up to Harlem. Like just, just do that instead of, you know, do your touristy stuff if you want. But like, just live in a neighborhood and get the feel of living in that neighborhood.
2: And some of the touristy stuff's not that bad. Like Central Park is fantastic. Um, so uh, you're skipped.
0: a big fan of the uh, uh, the Cheesecake Factory and oh, of uh, the TGI, oh TGI Fridays. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was I was
2: going to redeem myself by saying do 100% skip Times Square. <laughs> like, do yes. not go there.
0: Do not literally skip. unless you have to pass through it, yep. but yeah. truly pass through it. Correct. Um, it, it is, uh, it is somehow the, the, uh, the Las Vegas strip, but worse. Um, so, um, uh, next up. Next up from always
2: thinking 1835 guys, if you could design the next special edition limited use Spartan football uniform, uh, what would it look like?
0: Uh, splattered with dayglo paint. That's what I'm going <laughs> okay. with. Like just Jackson Pollock, the thing.
2: Right, <laughs> I think it should be like a papier-mâché of the Spartan statue. And yeah, the guys yeah, like can't, can't move really. And they just sort of like, like jump yeah, up and down the, the field. games where
0: the thing uh, yeah. vibrates.
2: Exactly. Oh, yes. Exactly. Let's do that. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic.
1: Uh, mine would be neon on neon on neon. Just really take the neon <laughs> jerseys to the 15th level.
0: Neon white. Didn't know you could make that a thing, but let's do it. Wait for it. Yeah. Innovations.
2: Uh, Next up from Always Thinking, uh, if you were given $550, very, like a weirdly specific amount. Am I missing something? But yeah, is this a reference? Uh, To do whatever you wanted, guilt and responsibility free, what would you do?
0: So I know Greg's answer, it's his IRA um the it's
2: already maxed man you can't there's nowhere there's nowhere to put that super Roth back
0: door uh the plum what do you got on this uh
1: probably an airline ticket somewhere i think that's what i would do yeah i can't travel to
2: see you guys and get, get tickets NF to talk.
0: the game nf talk <laughs> Oh already God. forgotten. it. Yes. I already could. moved on. A picture <laughs> I don't of a think shoe. that buys uh, I don't think that buys an NF tuck.
2: I think there's a a uh, quarter Ethereum NF tuck.: Oh, the one of his shoes. yeah, one. the one shoe. of his
0: shoes. One shoe cool.: So Where if you got to think for feet
1: be?
2: Plum, where's Guster playing next?
1: Where would this flight go to?: Oh my God, yeah that's, they're going to be in Detroit in November Oh. There you go. November. We got those tickets last year and then the concert was canceled. The whole tour was canceled because of COVID. So they're coming back.
2: They go. Uh, and finally, from Always Thinking 1835, uh, rock, paper, scissors, or rock, paper, scissors, shoot?
1: Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 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 Okay.
2: I always tried to do just rock, paper, scissors, and it never works the first time. So then so you then switch just to Rochambeau,
1: and back. that's e- that's even less understood. Yeah, <laughs> and Same. then we
2: just get into a fist fight <laughs> instead. him <laughs> <laughs> up
1: the fist what there, you.
2: I don't, uh, I don't know what this Rochambeau is, but uh, you to you're gonna take one off the off the old chompers. How about that?
1: <laughs> chompers, chompers. Next up, Monopoly. Hello, so Susan. Sad. Dash fifteen minus fifteen in some readings. Tom Izzo's overall record stands at six hundred and sixty-six wins, ooh, ooh, and two hundred and sixty-seven losses. <laughs> Spiritually, seeing six sixty-six tells you pay closer attention to any fixation you currently have on earthly problems and details. Is $6.2 million enough for Tom to refocus? And if so, what should be his first move in revealing a bigger picture? Oh my god. that's Susan, that's a lot even for you. (laughs) 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 That was was a lot. Greg, do you want to take a stab at the bigger picture? This
2: is really concerning to me. You know
1: how, like, (laughs) over COVID
2: a lot of, like, middle-aged women got into, like, Astrology. Not exactly the QAnon, <laughs> what but QAnon-related stuff. It feels like she's seeing, like, meaning in numbers and stuff like that right
1: now. I, well, numerology I just, is a real thing, so who could be upset about that?
2: I, I just, I have concerns. Someone do a wellness check on Mamopoly right, right now. Right. Make sure that she's not, you know, just, like, pasting, you know, newspaper to the wall with yarn strung, you know, in between all it's of them. It's like Charlie
0: from It's Always Sunny. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Day man. Oh!
1: Next up from Momopoly. That the sounds new, so catchy. Very catchy. The new East Lansing downtown marketing campaign common theme is DNA. Apparently DNA is supposed to relax you, enable you to enjoy downtown, support local business, and of course, have fun. What do you think DNA stands for, Michael Jones?
0: Uh, well, I think we should ask Greg as the person who consumes the most DNA. Um, <sighs> what would you say? <laughs> You're there. Taking it, take it all the DNA. Got some what, DNA what does it stand for? Uh,
2: it stands for uh, don't know anything about what this... <laughs> I can't read or can't write. That's why I went with the, yeah, with no. the N and no. It's good. It's good. Uh, don't know anything about this campaign that my... Uh, you know, that my tax dollars are funding. So that's a, that's a good time. Uh, do you think uh,
0: your dear friend Susan does more research for this podcast than we do? For the Is entire it? podcast. <laughs> <She does more>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Undoubtedly. I,
2: I think that's true just because we did offense and not special teams this week. If Plum had been, if Plum and I had been unbridled and able yes. to put our fullest efforts towards special teams... She herself. wouldn't hold a candle to us.
0: I, I just here's here's a, a little homework assignment from Mamopolief. Your previous question, what got you to the 666? How <laughs> did you did you see his record first? And why did you Google it? Like how did you get there? That's what I want to know. Uh, all right.
1: The DNA stands for D'Antonio Needs A. And then you get to fill in the blank when you're downtown. Mm-hmm. He, he gets whatever you give him. So, whatever you give
0: Well, him. I thought our man on the street taking all the DNA would know, but uh, I love he that. Didn't. Didn't. Uh, all right, negative 15. As the first college of communication in the country, CommArt Science has been leading the field since 1955. More than 56,000 alumni. If any one of you had enrolled in the program, do you think that you would have what it takes for national sponsors to queue up for the pod by now? Hey, now, yeah, what are we trying to say? Sales mortgages nationally. We've been sponsored by Anchor, which is a national, international, worldwide, worldwide. We have worldwide sponsors, and you can a lot be of from coffee anywhere. from Ireland and ships. At a very reasonable rate across the country. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: I went so. to the James Madison College, and I read George Plimpton's Paper Lions. I wouldn't know what you're presuming to suggest, Susan.
0: <laughs> this is going to come up later on. Next <laughs> up, our Sawyer. <laughs> My kid learned about energy. knock-knock jokes, and I ran out of material in the first three minutes of our 20-minute ride home. Hit me with a knock-knock joke that would appeal to a four-year-old. Not the banana-orange one. He's not good enough. At the joke for that yet
4: four-year-old knock knock joke i got you knock knock who's, who's there, there? Poop. Poop, who? poop 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 nailed it that'll last you hours
1: All day that's a good point yeah. that's actually good that's actually good that's, that's the next level that's, that's next level
2: jonesy i mean do you agree as the father of the podcast i mean that would go that would Father
1: hit. Father Michael. <laughs> Father Michael.
0: I would be very displeased that you told my son that that joke. It would be very displeased. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. Uh next up from Mr. Erotic Pants. Uh would you want to uh what? Would you to want line to line up to kiss stuff? my
0: ring if I told you I had purchased two tickets to see MSU hockey at Bowling Green? That's the uh, question. That's the uh, question. That's the
1: question. There was no other question. There
2: was no more okay. context given. Well, there's just no more question. This is impressive. I think uh, that question is actually for
1: JD underscore Jerbear. We'll have him on <laughs> to answer that question. Uh, Next hockey season. Next hockey season. Next up from Raymond James. Did you hear about Thomas Kithier Injured into athletic retirement. Will Valpo have to pay for his medical costs? Was his career worth it? Well wow. I actually I like this question.
0: So this is one of the things that the football players are actually advocating for right. is that their medical care should be covered for a much longer time and that's and that's one thing that I've always believed that if you want to stand by this amateurism model and that like the thing that you're getting in exchange for for playing football is your education then clearly the university is getting a bit more than that and that yeah. you know if you ruin your life playing the sport then the school should have to foot some of that bill.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna replace them all, so and I think that's right. But I, I, so will they have to pay for it? No. Should they have to pay for it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, ostensibly, that's where the injury occurred. There's clearly some kind of yep. cause. I mean, effect.
0: what would happen if it was workers' comp? Same thing.
1: Yeah. So that's right. right. Um, but was his career worth it? That is the question that I like the most, and not, not not to just be an asshole. I mean, I'm really not trying to be an asshole. Think about it. The kid got to play at Michigan State. Now, he's not a bad basketball player. If, if anything Volzio is probably Mr. Michigan at some fucking point in his career, because those guys always pan out when they come to Michigan State. But I, think, but I think there's still something to be said. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't really contribute at all at Michigan State. He started to at Valparaiso. It didn't happen. But yeah, I think his career was probably- These kinds of injuries
0: him. also happen in non-revenue sports. Mm-hmm. Like they
1: also happen in car accidents, so like he got to do some really amazing stuff and got to play a game that he was very good at, much better than most people, in fact. Um,
0: yeah, it'd be like uh, receiving a permanent disability as a result of a, con- a car accident. And saying, "Was your life worth it?" Yeah, yeah like, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think uh, I think I think yeah, Thomas Kithier did what he wanted to do, and he did it to the best of his ability, and hopefully had fun along the way. Uh, Look at
2: us. We found the limits of our cynicism,
0: you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it us. just took you leaving for a moment for us yeah, to get
2: there. Yeah, I just had to walk away for it to happen.
0: Uh, all right. This week in Spartan Nation, from Mr. Neurotic Pants, a remorseful Alan Howler hires Brian Lewerke to track down Danton Cole, who's rumored to be sleeping in a California flop house. <laughs> Juan Howard offers Stephen Izzo a scholarship and a ploy to undermine Tom MSU appeals to Big Ten officials after our Harbaugh commissions a banner reading University of Michigan 2022 Big Ten National Champions. <laughs> Big, Big Ten, Ten National, national champions. champions. That's good.
2: I mean, the conference is sea to shining sea now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. He has a point. Uh, I'm he so glad to
2: hear that we have our third show now, Spartan Nation. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's... And we kick
1: off with a banger here. Well, that's it, the point. Right? It, it, it is a nation. It's a national brand of the Big right? So
0: that's why it it rolls with the same energy of uh, if Woodward Sports did a reality show. Um, so <laughs> that's what I like about it. Everyone uh, in
2: the whole show has SDFL, <laughs> uh, you know, merch on the entire time.
0: I hate it so much. All right, next up. Uh, thanks, Brian, for the follow. Uh, Vodka soda uh, in honor of the retirement of the Chaco Taco who is a player in both basketball and football that you didn't fully appreciate until they were no longer playing?
4: Rec.
2: Whew. Okay. Looking back in retrospect, someone that we should have appreciated more. Um,
4: In basketball, mm, let's do like a... Ah, ooh, ooh, vodka soda. This one's tough. Um, I don't know. Is there what? What's coming immediately to mind for you, Jonesy?
0: Well, let's see how the rushing attack fares this year. And believe it or not, canine could be the answer. We Uh, could
2: like could have appreciated him even more somehow. Yes. Uh
0: and I would say candidly after Cassius left, there's a degree to which you're like, man, I hadn't I took I took having a point guard for granted. Uh mm.
4: but um for You know
0: all right, I will um I'll take um I'll take someone like uh Marquise Gray. Uh yeah. as as like, because I look at Cohen Carr, right? The recruitment of Cohen Carr as a, a guy who, who has sort of that, that violent athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've certainly had folks like Mark, Weiss since him, you know, uh, irrespective of the other things that happened in his life uh, that we've learned. He's a shitty human being, but Miles Bridges, right. Uh, comes to mind that, that when you don't have that athleticism on your team, uh There's a, there's certainly a fun limitation to the basketball that gets played, but like it, it, it really kind of constrains the game. And so I I think that archetype anyway, and Marcus Gray is someone who stands out to me as like, I mean, we'd start the game with alley-oops to the dude.
2: Yeah. I like, I like Queez as, because he also gave us his, you know, the, the pointing during the national Mm -hmm. anthem that students for years continued to do, even though they had no idea where it came from. Um, I also really like that profile of like someone that came in with huge recruiting gusto and then never quite made it. But then you look back and it's like, well, they had a, a good career all yeah. the same. So like Dawson, similar thing. Uh, Matt yep. Costello kind of comes to mind for something like that. Yeah, um, he was getting back word. to what slow Plum said word. about uh, Mr. Mr. Basketballs in the state of Michigan. Well, he, was um, he was Mr. Minnesota. Matt Costello?
0: Yeah, I'm 99% no. sure he was Mr. Minnesota. Russell
2: Bird was, was Mr. Basketball in Minnesota, as I recall. Uh, but it doesn't... I think that's the profile, Vodka Soda, that you're looking for here. Someone that came in with really high expectations right. and then performed better than most, but not quite up to those expectations. So in other words, you're describing
1: the Chaco Taco, right?
2: Correct. Correct. In my entire youth, getting so excited <laughs> about that Chaco Taco. And then it's never quite the same. But now I yearn for it.
0: I, Last I, up. Oh, wait. Sorry. Number two. In honor of Taco Bell bringing back the Mexican pizza full-time this September, who is a previous Spartan in both basketball and football that you think could come back and make the most needed impact on this year's roster?
2: Drew Stanton, on both teams. Okay.
0: Also, just... <laughs> These are better versions of Mama Mopa Leaf's uh, questions. <laughs> so I, but, but brief.
1: Dear listener, I had to step away from the pod for a few minutes to relieve myself, and I did not think we were still on question one. So, in trying to make a <laughs> subtle reference to Choco Taco as a way to draw it back to what I assumed we couldn't possibly be <laughs> <laughs> instead, I be still there. Anyway. Cool. This is
2: fun. <laughs> this is really uh, good. Drew Stanton for life. All right, Plum, then the third one. Choose your fighter, Chaco Taco, Mexican pizza. It's gotta be Chaco Taco. I'm gonna go all in on this giant. <laughs> of course. Of course. Stay in that energy. Uh, next up from J Rob MSU. Do you think the addition of big name recruits is going to help or hinder us? Will they be too focused on themselves versus the team? Historically speaking, we've had subpar recruiting with successful seasons. Will the spotlight shine too bright and blind us?
1: J-Rob MSU is my burner account. J-Rob MSU, you should take over. You, sir or madam, are the new listener guest. I don't know you, but I love you.
0: Also, welcome to the pod,
1: J-Rob. Also, welcome to the pod. These are the questions that I have been asking in less articulate ways. For the two and a half years, I've been wasting everyone's time. Uh, these are my same concerns. Listen, I haven't liked a single high-profile recruit that Michigan State has had in the basketball program since Shannon Brown. And I don't even know if he was a big-name recruit back then.
0: He was uh, uh, number two to LeBron.
1: The, well, then there you go. Uh, my point being, though, they've, none of them have panned out. Not one. Not one. Tell me, I mean, who's... One. Jackson got <laughs> <laughs> barely. He okay. was, He played for six games and then he was gone. And
0: then Ben, and then and ben got Carter ben came in. Uh, do you think?
2: Do you think that's why Xavier Booker uh, committed to MSU? He looked around, he didn't see Ben Carter anywhere, and he was like, "All right, pull the trigger." <laughs>
0: yeah. But he, what little does he 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 didn't pick up the wire about Carson Cooper joining the team, so he mm. uh, he doesn't know Drats. it's there. <laughs> uh. Greg, take this one. Take, take the counterpoint on this, please.
2: I think we had some, some success. Um, uh, you want to take like uh, Will Golston uh, was a huge recruit that, that really panned out. You want to take... Highest uh, ever?
0: I don't know. Uh, I don't Plex, know. Netflix. Uh, uh, Charles Rogers, I think.
1: Yeah, but these are all very, very,
0: very, very pre...
1: Uh, Shannon Brown Shannon Brown is arbitrary I know that's arbitrary I am to say because what he was he played when we were Mm. in school there's something about and I'm again I know this is all being yelling at club but there's something about Twitter and there's something about the indulgence and the media attention and the haughtiness that's unattractive and I don't think this is universally the rule and I also think that effective coaching and team building and a spree decor can in some respects trump this um uh, you know, would would uh Imani have been such a little shit if he come to Michigan State instead of going to um Penny Hardaway's Hell House of Horror? I don't know. But I it I don't it doesn't bode well. I'm just saying there's a lot you have to overcome to get kids with this ego, ego this big, to be able to to gel.
0: Well Xavier Booker notably is still unranked by ESPN mm. and has Worldwide a- Leader
1: in sports.
0: An ascendant climb, unlike any other, from wow. nearly 100 to top 10 recruit in the class. Uh, it and I on TikTok, it was on
2: TikTok sorry to interrupt you, but it was on TikTok this week, just like God smacked that LeBron knows who he is. So yes.
0: Yes, that was super cool to be like, him, like hand in hair, like, I can't believe this happened to me. LeBron right? knows
2: he, who I am.
0: Yeah, uh, I will say uh, Mel Tucker seems to care quite deeply about who like he's going to offer top talent, but does seem to care about who those people are, um, and at least as it relates to their love of football. Um, I mean, Quiverus Crouch, former five-star recruit, kind of shown the door because didn't want didn't to buy in.
2: Uh, and now out of football, like we still don't know where he ended up, right?
0: Yeah, to my knowledge. Uh, also, Devonte Dobbs, I don't know if you saw. Out of football? Yeah, so.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, Plum, especially on the football side. The yeah. the big name recruits really have just not really worked out. The, Will Golson's the only one that I can come up with. Um, but it's, yeah.
0: We'll anyway, see. J-Rob, you got to give Tucker a chance on this. You got to give Tucker a chance on it uh tom tom has a proven formula in this class that he've got that's that formula uh next up elon bloom on a scale of one to 100 where are you in the Mel tucker may just get it at michigan state and national championship meter
4: uh 100 pegged
2: <laughs> pegged elon bloom you get uh, a lot
1: your... from
0: from dna to pegging tonight you
1: really want to don't want <laughs> to moderate
0: Also, yeah, we we got some other things to chat about that you've said. Uh, What's your guess at the percentage of the crowd that will be Spartans at Washington?
1: A one hundred percent, of course. It's another one hundred, right? Yeah,
0: I'm going to be there. Greg's going to be there. there.
2: One hundred percent of people that count, at least. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And who's get going to get most of the time at point guard this season, Hogard or Walker? This is Hogard. It's it's got to be Hogard. Hogard,
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's Hogard. Yeah.
0: I mean, we saw enough of Hogard going off the ball, or, uh, yeah.
2: Walker. Uh, Walker going off the ball, pardon me. So, Hogard, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, John Hubbard. You all came down pretty hard on NF Tucks last week, but I don't know if you're looking at it the right way. <laughs> going on a multi-day bender, and at 3 a.m. on the last night, rip some booger sugar off the back of a <laughs> hotel suite. Doesn't seem like a bad idea, now does it?
2: He's right. Not only is it genius, it's the future. Everyone's going to be nf yes. tuck
1: Yes.
2: NF-Tuck will replace... There will be a, a Bretton Woods Part 2 where, where NF-Tuck will replace the reserve currency for the entire planet. It's just... It's the only way.
0: Uh, uh, Greg, what is more annoying? A, a more annoying MSU student? A James Madison or Honors <laughs> College student? I can say
2: with 100% certainty podcasting here with you two gentlemen, that the answer is Lyman Briggs. Like, Take a hike. I don't want to hear about your organic chemistry. I don't want to hear about Holmes Hall. I don't want to hear about any of that garbage, okay? No one
0: cares. But if it was the answer, if we were going to answer, it certainly would be a James Madison student that lives on three North.
1: (laughs) (laughs) John, John, dear, why can't one
0: be both? All right. Next up, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. friend. Can you start a GoFundMe so Alex Plum can get some decent equipment? (laughs) I wouldn't give, but you know, some of your moron listeners would.
1: Oh, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. So rude, but so thoughtful. Uh, listeners of this podcast will be happy to know that I, while we were recording the intro, hit buy on a brand new microphone that I'm purchasing only, what, two years late? So yeah. <laughs> you you did you run it by Kevin? I didn't. Kevin can fuck off. I ran it by my <laughs> brother-in-law. <laughs>
0: I don't it's not an omnidirectional, right? I hope it is. No, I
1: used it. That was what I used a few weeks ago when I was in Ferndale, and everyone was like, oh, my God, Plum's audio is so great. Wow, he really upgraded. No. Oh, my no. God, what a, what a great I audio. used my brother-in-law's shit, and it was good. It was very good, and now I must have it.
0: <laughs> uh, next yep. up from the Epidemic Jerk Guy, would Peyton Thorne be on the Heisman watch list if he played in Ann Arbor?
2: Oh, that's uh, kind of close to what we were talking about before. No, yeah. Probably. If not, they'd make a late
0: season push for him to outdo the guy who ran for five touchdowns. But you know, yeah, I mean, I
2: mean, yeah, is. total September Heisman for Peyton Thorn. He's just on the wrong team. You He's don't want that curse, though.
0: Team, you don't want that curse. You do not. That's
2: but it right. works out f- so well for them. Mm. Uh, <laughs> next up for the protector yeah, guy, uh, what's the over under on passes that are? F it. Jaden Reed down there somewhere.
0: Uh, I would say that or Keon Coleman, honestly. Uh, I'm going to put them at 15.
4: Multiple. 15 games. and a half. Per 15 game. and a half. Good.
2: Yeah. I would, I would say two, one and a half per game. Let's, let's move that up. Plus, MSU is going to be in the Cal Ball, you know, uh, playoff. So multiple games there. Bring up to 20.
3: Uh, 20 and a
2: next, half. 20 and a half. Next up from MC Hammer Legos. If you were to steal a classified document from the government, what would it be and why?
0: I'm mm. going something Kennedy assassination related. Uh, That's I'm going like. Area 51 for sure. Mm, yeah. All right. That's fair.
2: I'm going with uh, what is it? Actually, that happened uh to keep Notre Dame out of the big ten what what is it who who's controlling that? who's the puppet master there?
4: i don't
0: know. uh or our involvement in the uh the assassination of Princess Diana, I probably would get in on that too.
4: Mm.
2: It would just be one sheet of paper that said she had it coming, <laughs> and that would be it top secret.
0: <laughs> And then hashtag Tuck Common. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Spartan18770. Yesterday on Twitter, I inadvertently set the Michigan fan base against each other by discussing their QB controversy. It felt really good manipulating them. What other subjects can I get them to argue about amongst themselves? Sexual uh, ethics. Ooh, yikes.
2: <laughs> uh, we, just, we didn't talk about this, but there was a change in leadership at the business school
1: this week at Michigan State. Uh, a Ooh. leader who is now ardently defending himself uh, from the, uh, I think he, I think he thought that he was taking the high road by just resigning and being like, okay, if that's what I have to do, I'll resign. And then, and I don't know if this is true, but then the university's office of whatever the hell was like, and he was bad, and he had to be fired, and he was like, well, h- hold on a second, I don't, yeah. hold on, I don't think that was what we agreed. Not sure to. this was part of the deal, assholes, and. You know, again, if there was a policy and he didn't hold the policy, he shouldn't be in leadership. We need leaders who can follow policies, especially around reporting and holding people accountable 100%. We stand by that. I think this a podcast around accountability for these things. And at the same time, individuals who choose to work in administration, student life, an office of anything at any university, these are generally the worst humans on earth. Generally speaking, Insufferable, malignant,
0: horrible, humorless, sad people. Smelly. They usually smell. I mean, They're I not academic advisors. Also bad. For three
1: years, I was an RA, was the worst.
0: and the people
1: that we work. I mean, I was insufferable as an RA, but it was for free room and board, which I had to have to be able to afford to go to school. I couldn't. I, I, how people choose to make their living working with college. It's just, you have to have something seriously deficit in you.
0: I, I want to apologize to all of our listeners in that Alex Plum will be disciplined in the following week, uh, by having to speak into a potato, uh, <laughs> <an> <laughs> there potato. Uh-huh. uh the, uh, uh I, I think if you put, um, try and set up Desmond versus uh, Charles Woodson. Make that a controversy.
4: Why not? Mm.
3: Who's the
0: better commentator? And why is it Charles Woodson?
3: Oof.
2: Uh, next up from Spartan18770, why is there only 10 porta johns on campus during game day? WTF! That's a great question. What's th- That is the question. Was it on the survey, Kevin? It was not on the survey. Mostly the Spartan Stadium experience survey was about like, hey, what Copy. kind of like, uh, yeah, what, what kind of premium seating might you be interested in? This kind of premium seating? Yeah. This kind yeah. of premium seating? Yeah. This kind of premium seating? Who Did he gauge price points? Yeah. And they didn't know who they were talking to. So it was like, would you do this for $4? Would you do this for $2? I was like, no, nah, bro. Come on. Come on.
0: Uh, as, a, stand as an outside. expert in surveys, <laughs> would you, would you co-sign on the survey as an expert in surveys?
2: A survey was actually built. Okay. There were a few parts that were a little iffy, uh, where they didn't give you an opt out option, but other than that survey was actually okay. I bet they can get some good data out of that. Uh, next up from Spartan 18, 7, 70, Uh, am I the only one worried that we have a freshman goal kicker this year? Could have talked about this, Michael. We could have talked about this.
0: It's not clear. It might be walk-on Steven Rusnick. Uh, so that's why we're not talking about it right now. Because I didn't want Plum to literally have an aneurysm as we record if it was going to be walk-on Steven Rusnick. This who he killed. lambasted oh. last season.
1: Stephen uh, Rusnick uh. tried to fuck us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Plum, what's the last bit from 18.770. This is for you.
4: Fuck Armani. <laughs> okay.
1: the, the offensiveness of the intentional misspelling of the name is really great, but I'm sure he'll have wonderful success at Erstern and
0: <laughs> Next up is Hoops32Sparty. We got all kinds of new people here. We're going we're gonna to need to talk about this going yeah, forward. Uh, I am all aboard the Aikens bandwagon, but are we getting a little overexcited? He looked good in limited minutes last year, but is he really our saving grace? feel like maybe due to Christy last year i'm just scared oh. to be hurt again we found plum's burner you <laughs> missed another expectations this week
1: my people are here they have come to help me thank you thank you, you have found my your people. tribe
2: alex Plum. gather round uh um, i i'm actually a little bit with hoops 30 32 sparty on this it seems like we could yeah. pump the brakes a little bit on akins Tell the next Tom. coming Tell Tom. He loves to do this. He loves to just manifest these things in public. Uh, and it rarely works perfectly. But uh, it, there's still reason to be excited, though, about Aikens.
0: Next up from The Real Shardy. Um, oh, um, these are some questions, but they're not our favorite, so we're not going to mention them. Next up, Tyrone Couch. Uh Tyrone, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Asks first, how the hell did I miss this pod for so long? Coach Mel Tucker would be ashamed of my unrelentless lifestyle. Tyrone, we're just happy you're here now. We're happy you're here now.
2: Live in the moment, Tyrone. Don't beat yourself up over this.
0: I mean, yes, it's a a glaring
2: oversight. And yes, (laughs) your father has been ashamed of you. But this is your opportunity to redeem,
3: and I think you're up for it.
0: And spread the <laughs> gospel, frankly. Spread the gospel. Uh, would you rather have Pancake Honcho or three five-star D linemen, Kevin Gray?
2: We'll take the three five-star D linemen. With all yes. due respect.
0: Pancake Honcho. 100%. Pancake
2: Honcho can be the only guy on the whole team. All defense, that's
4: it. <laughs>
2: False uh i'll take i'll take the pancake i mean it's a great it's an all-time great name uh all time this That's last awesome. question
1: may be the most real question this podcast has ever uh, encountered and we've encountered a lot of susan's questions oh, which wow. is worse my dad putting prostitute appointments into his calendar or me adding <laughs> fake appointments to mess with him that is amazing but what's worse please
4: tell me
0: I don't know the answer, Greg.
4: I like the
2: idea that like your dad shows up for a fake uh, prostitute appointment, and he's like, "Where's my girl? Where, where? What's going on? Are you her?
0: Are you her?" <laughs> 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 like, just <laughs> send him to Horrocks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Walking around that pond on the out- on the outside. Oh like, my god. Hey, I I hear this. The popcorn's lightly buttered. That's the I don't know. Maybe that's the that's the password.
4: <laughs> that's the password. And, lightly
2: and
1: buttered my popcorn. It's upsetting. I think I'm more upset by the fact that you have access to your father's calendar, which I'm sure you got when he asked you to help set up his iPhone. So this is this is great. This is really <laughs> great.
0: Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, someone who uh, replaced me at a law firm, by the way, uh, did end up getting fired because of something not that different than this. Really? Like, Stop would step away from, everything. Do tell. Right would step away from the office for extended periods of time, oh, no. but had the appointments in his shared calendar oh, with the, the office, including oh. the link from which he booked the sex workers. No. Uh, yes. Oh, it, there's, there's more details that we will not be talking about here, but yes, it, it's... Uh, yes. Like, it is a level of technological incompetence. Like, you know, that's the piece of this that I think is the funny part of the story is the technological incompetence. Anyway, uh, next up, Joe Ashworth. uh, Since The Athletic has decided MF2 fans are only worthy of reposted wire reports, where should I take my subscription dollars? I think this is – Joe is um, highlighting – I don't think The Athletic has done a story about Michigan State since the Bruce Feldman story – About Mel Tucker uh, going down to sell in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before that, even, it was still quite a bit. Um, So, uh, do we have thoughts? Because you could give your dollars to Graham. It's fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. You could, don't give them to the news. We'll say that. Yeah, don't Don't give them to the news. Don't give them to the news. Yeah.
2: Yeah, pick one. 24 7 24 7 guys are good
0: yeah uh, and at least you get access to uh to a message board then like you yeah. get a com- you get access to a community
4: yeah that's that's probably where yeah, i would get the money eat.
0: actually
2: yeah uh but it's a bummer uh next on patreon Ashmore. that's right we got to get plum. we got we gotta crowdsource that new mic uh, next up from the Joe Ashworth. From the description of the 425 22 episode, changes or lack thereof are raising concerns with the men's basketball team. In hindsight, what impact do you think Izzo's new staff had recruiting such a talented, well rounded class? That's Joe Ashworth coming to us with Pull the receipt. receipts. Wow. My
0: man. Greg, wow. you're going to have to pay way more attention when you write these things. And I'll have to pay more attention when I say it's fine. I don't care. Um,
4: I love uh, Well, this. Joe, I,
0: I think the answer is it didn't. Uh, Xavier Booker, that was all Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo was there more than his family was there. <laughs> it was a little... It was... It would be described as predatory behavior if there wasn't a structure in place to enable it. Um,
2: <laughs> if everyone wasn't so charmed by old Tom.
0: Uh, I uh, Matt McQuaid certainly had it. Sounds like a, a, a you know a hand in recruiting Garrick Norman. Um, you know, at least to the extent that they're both from Texas. Um, but I think this is Tom's class. Like, I think that's been the knock against Tom in some ways is that like, even I know there's all these things Dwayne Stevens was credited with, but like it's always been Tom.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he, sometimes it just doesn't work out at the last minute, but it is working out right now. Uh, but I love the receipts and I love bringing it to us, Joe. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, what sitcom characters do each of the pod members and or listener guest slash potatoes most identify with
0: <laughs> Plum. Unpleased <laughs> with being called a potato. Uh, yeah, it's really just
1: slash potato. I didn't get it. be potato slash. But.
0: Uh, um, Plum. Do you have a uh, a, a sitcom character, and why is it Kelsey Grammer? <laughs>
1: uh, people always say I remind them of Ed Helms' character Andy from The Office. So it's probably That's him also. One.
0: Yeah. That rage is relatable. I, yeah. I oh, I felt
1: it today. Hold on. Just by way of the rage. Oh, my God. So we got a new dryer and I had to like hook up the like four pronged thing to the dryer. And, you know, those little, like screws you have to unscrew to like get the like thing, the prong in there and you have to re-screw it onto that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the gro- I don't the know end.
2: what this is. This sounds terrifying.
1: It's, you have to wire, you have to like, you get the wire, it's separate, the cable or whatever the plug is separate okay. from the, the dryer, and so you have to unscrew the grounding nuts, and then like, there's like a, the, the cord is on, you know, like a little like loop, and you've got to like, hold it over the eye, and then you got to get the nail back. Anyway, I lost two of the fuckers into the bottom of the dryer, they're gone forever, they're just gone, and oh, I was, I was upset
0: so if, so if the wind blows you may lose electricity to the dryer is that what you No, saying? i have
1: to go to like a hardware store and get new grounding nuts now because like the, the, the dm dryer came with a spare because they knew they're like because they we, we have a well marked it's well marked it was like spare and then there was next one and i was like oh i've been saved and then i lost it
0: too so listeners, I, I think the moral of this story is pay for installation yeah
2: Yeah. One of my favorite moments as a homeowner, and Paul, I guess you can probably relate to this, is when you go to the hardware store to buy like two screws and you go up to the register and they're like, 42 cents, please. And And you're like, what year is it? (laughs) (laughs) Joe, to answer your question for me, I've always related to the Bieber King of New York, Mr. Dennis Duffy from
4: 30 Rock. Oh, Mm. Dennis Duffy, that's so good. And
0: I hate it. (laughs) Jonesy, what Uh, do you got? Titus. The unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. (laughs) Titus. You're so stupid. (laughs) So dumb. All right. Next up is Ron Quixote. Uh who will have more touchdowns this year? Carr or Coleman? Oh, great name. Great question. Also, should have done this as an over-under and I might have loved this question more than others that were given. Not worth mentioning, them. This one was
2: my favorite. Mm. Uh, uh, I, what do you guys think?
0: I, I'm going with Carr. That's what I'm... Ah, I'm going Coleman. I'm going to take
2: Coleman as well.
4: Coleman yeah, for Coleman. me. It's
2: yeah, me. Coleman. Ah. It's Coleman. Ooh. All right. This was tough. I'm kind of surprised we all lined up on the same page.
0: Yeah. Uh all right. So to get us out of here, because this has been a long episode, but a fun one, uh, eventually. Blum's um, <laughs> questioning face of was it fun? Uh the <laughs> uh, we want to thank everybody, particularly some of our new listeners who hopped into the Twitter questions. Thank you. You all brought great questions. Uh stick around for when power rankings come out next year. Um and, uh, and we are approaching two weeks away from, from kick. So it's time to get excited. Gentlemen, an actual enthusiastic and resounding go green. All left. <laughs> That's a joke for one person.